Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Hello, Nick. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to What the Fit. Yay. I'm so happy that Part you're here. Two. Part two. How are you? How are you doing? I'm fabulous. Are you are fabulous? You? It's Pride Month. I was so I was so <laughs> hoping that you were going to say something about <laughs> yes. Pride Month. I have been like feeling so much love and just from like people's posts and like obviously pride month for both of us exists all year round right like every day it's every day but specifically Mm -hmm. in this month it is like so special yeah such an outpour of love and acceptance Mm -hmm. like being yourself which is like the best thing ever in the world it's been i think as the years continue to go on, it's becoming more and more a thing. Even this morning, I was walking out of teaching class at 530 this morning and DSW has signs on their doors that say every pair is a beautiful pair. And it's oh. like a rainbow display on their doors. I was at like in the mall this weekend. Abercrombie had like signs on their doors, all these like J. Crew, like all these stores. And I think that is so awesome I to see. It's just such a general. Yeah acceptance yes i walk around the neighborhood and there's Mm -hmm. flags everywhere i'm like this is incredible i gotta fucking get one i'm gonna fucking get one one in my front yard (laughs) cheers to the queers (laughs) (laughs) cheers to the queers we don't have any fucking rosé left how terrible of us i can i'm just gonna reach down really quick right here and get the bottle and why don't you talk about your favorite workout while i do that okay of the week yeah or recent whatever it is um you know what this is actually really exciting. So I I love yoga mm-hmm. and I have been on a hiatus for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finally broke my hiatus and I went back. Why, why the hiatus? What prompted the I, hiatus? You know, I don't actually, I do know. Every year for the past, oh gosh, probably three or four years, I've done the Moto Challenge in March, which is 30 days in a row. Oh. Yeah, and for some reason this year, after completing it, I was just like, I can't go back. That's so I, much I yoga. That's so much hot yoga. A lot. I, I think that's the thing because it's so hot. And so 30... It's taxing. Yes. And I was very dedicated. I was doing it with a friend, so I was held accountable, and it was, we're doing all 30. And like, we are do, not... Are you, are you doing other workouts? Yeah. It's a lot. That's a lot it's a, on that's your body. That's a lot. And yeah. they do allow you in the way that they do it. They do allow you to have a couple free, like they'll give you a couple days, but then you double, like we really committed to 30 sessions. So there were, if I skipped a day, then I doubled up a day. Damn. And that's just a lot of hot yoga. You I, do you do a lot of moto and hot yoga that's and a flows. Lot. So I think that after that, I just needed a break. And for some reason, since literally since then i had not i fully believe flowed. that i get it like once and you were like so it's like anything you just get burn out like i'm felt, done oh it felt so you good got back to it, it to was good. be back you i need mean, to come to hi-fi yoga literally my sister texted me last night natty nug natty nug follow her <laughs> yes. she texted myself and one of our really good friends lexi who works at moto and she's a huge yogi and she was like you guys have to go to this place it's in mason but i just bought a five pack yep we bought five packs with chrissy on- and like we're obsessed it is so great it's a hike for those that live downtown for sure but it's worth it where in mason is it it's um like off the montgomery 
Like is Fields, it near Ertle. the Whole Foods and the Maple Wood and all yes, that? Like it's, it's yes. So it's yes. in the hot spot of yeah, Mason. Yeah. Okay. I mean, from my house downtown mm-hmm. there it was it was 30 minutes yeah. so it, it is a commitment but i think they have a saturday morning class that's a hip and so we did the hip-hop class okay so it's like hot yoga mm-hmm. he's playing amazing hip-hop nice. it, it was like he oh. it would the instructor oh. was a he it, uh his wife he and oh, his fuck. wife <laughs> own the studio i believe Shit. um but no, it was it was pretty cool. It was nice. it was great. The studio was so fucking cute. Yeah, we can do like a Saturday morning, at like ten forty five, like make a day of it. Yeah, spend a day in Mason. Yeah. We can go to Kings Island. I want to go to <laughs> Kings Island so bad. Wait, that's okay. Wait, this we gotta. Okay, sorry. I I have like, it's it's. I'm talking about Kings Island and I'm talking about hot yoga coming up. So I'm just getting so yeah. excited. <laughs> okay, so you got back into Moto. You yes. loved it. Mm-hmm. What what class did you go to? Just a 60-minute flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't... Natalie? Was that her name? Natalie's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was also very humbling if to you... take that long off from yoga when you... Especially from being in a 30-day yeah. straight, my body was very in yoga mode. Totally. You know, at that point. Totally. And then to take six-plus months off... And to go back and be like, oh, wow, that doesn't feel so great. Yeah. Or, oh, wow, I can't do what I was yes. doing before. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, very, very humbling. It's a, mm-hmm. it's definitely a kind of a testament to the human body. When I did like the, my 30 days of yoga in December, mm-hmm. 31 mm-hmm. days, whatever it was, the December yoga challenge, mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of moto. And really the thing that I noticed the most was my the increase in endurance that I had. Yes. So I was able to like just like breathe mm. pretty easily mm-hmm. by the end of the month because I was doing so many and like when you're hot like that, your heart rate can get jacked up pretty oh, for sure. soon. Mm-hmm. And I still do hot yoga probably at the very least once a week, okay. but it's probably about twice a week. Okay. Um, but if I will take like, you know, maybe a 10 day break in between, mm-hmm. I can like feel a difference in like, oh, I'm not, I'm not as like incredible. fluid. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It is. It is. So what about your okay. favorite so recent i'm recent recently back from la yes what did and, you do okay so for LA. those of you that are listening to the podcast and do not follow my personal account at chrissy grody i'm gonna tell you right now you're missing out on some really important content i, I don't post all of my like workout stuff and the things that i'm doing to what the fit because it's just like too much to manage both accounts so you got to follow me mm-hmm. you really you, you just have to because you're gonna know that i went to Y7 yoga. Have you been to Y7? No. I so have not even heard of. I put out a blast to people. I'm like, where do I go to work out in LA? Yeah. I'm going to get like one workout, really. Because yeah. like it was a short time mm-hmm. and the person that I was visiting is not like super into working okay. out. And like I was just going to have to like make my own time. So you had to make a decision. Yes. I needed like one place, which is terribly oh, difficult so and impossible. Mm-hmm. But every person that I asked said Y7. Wow. Every single person. So it's a hot it's a yoga place okay it's a hot yoga hip-hop yoga <sighs> yes. so you might know the branding they're like a tribe called sweat oh yes that's why seven they're okay. predominantly in new york i guess okay. and they have a couple studios in la i went to the one in west hollywood okay and so it is a series of three flows okay. it is like pitch black candlelit no mirrors love that the first, so each flow gets progressively a little bit more complex. Okay. So with each 
flow, you do the three flows three times through. So like you'll do one flow wow. three times. Okay. And the first time you go through, it's really slow and you're like holding the poses. Mm-hmm. The second time you go through, it's with breath. So it's, mm. it's quicker. Mm-hmm. And the third time, they just like crank up the hip hop music and they're like, do whatever. Go through the flow on your own pace. Don't go through the flow. Like that whatever you want to do, it's your like freedom awesome. to do it. It was really great. Wow. It was it was wonderful. It lived up to the hype okay. for sure. The branding is like Just on incredible. Point. The studio is amazing. Mm-hmm. Loved it. So that was for sure my favorite. Mm. I also got to hike Runyon Canyon. Oh, yes. Which is like the epitome of Instagram hikes. Right. Do you enjoy hiking? I love okay. hiking. Okay. I love, love, mm-hmm. love hiking. Mm-hmm. And I guess I was thinking because like everyone does this. It's right. such a popular hike. I mean, you get to see like the views of LA. You get yep. to see the Hollywood the sign. sign. Like yeah. it's great. I was kind of thinking it would be a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. It it was kind of difficult. I thought like, it was like pretty. Like you're out of breath. Uphill. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to like stop for pictures along the way. So right. that's, that's fine. But right. I got to see like some Instagram models <laughs> taking their photos in sports bras oh that they gosh. would definitely never work out in. Right. And their hair is like perfectly curled. Yeah. And it's like you're not. And it's like at the very base of the hike. Like you're not going anywhere else. You're right. You're, you're literally getting back in the car. <laughs> but it was incredible. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. I'm going. I'm going to go back to L.A. the first week in August. Oh, nice. So again, if anyone has, I'm like, I want to do more studios. Have you rumbled yet? No. Oh, go to Rumble. Is it boxing? Mm-hmm. But it's to the beat of the music. What? Yeah, they can just I, they I just ride, put one in LA. I can run New York based. Is it the one where the it, the gloves are like data driven? Like you get stats? I don't think so. There is a cl- oh, what? That might be the box in Miami. Okay. Okay. You get stats back. Damn. Based on you have like s- gloves wow, that are smart. That's insane. Back. I know. Of course yeah. it is. Okay. Um. Okay. Fitness, wellness trend thing what do you want to talk about oh hmm. what do we want to talk about you go first okay so we're in the thick of well no we're we're in summer i'm gonna say the thick of summer mm-hmm. but i know it's summer because my upper lip is sweating <laughs> consistently <laughs> all the time and i don't biologically oh understand what is going on does your mustache sweat no why does it happen? but i do understand that and you can see it on people why does it happen? Literally and, nothing else in my body is sweating and my fucking and you know upper what? lip is sweating. I feel like I see it on women. 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 Yeah. Why is it happening? Why? Because I feel, I was just going to say, I feel like I always see women with the little yep. specks. Dewdrops. Of, Dewdrops yeah. of fucking sweat Dewdrops. on our upper lip. No, it's not cute. Dewdrops. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. We can, we can reclaim it and say it's cute. That's so interesting. Why does it happen? Mm. It happens a lot. I do not get that. Specifically when I'm, yeah, I don't. It doesn't happen to men no. when I'm like getting ready, hmm. and it's like that kind of hot where it's like, uh, or if I'm, I don't know what it that's is. Crazy. Please, scientists, doctors, tell me. <laughs> anyone smart that's listening, <laughs> can you please tell me the mechanism by which my upper lip is sweating in the summer? Because I that's hilarious. Would really like to know. So Anyways, funny. I have a summer bucket list fitness edition. Oh, that I want to share. Okay. So first thing on my bucket list is I want to do an early morning lap swim at Ziegler pool. I want to get whoever would like to come former swimmers, former non-swimmers, whatever they have their lap swim and opens at 7am. I was going to ask what's their hours and when do they actually have the, 
I think it's like seven to nine. Okay. Um, and I've walked by there before and there's like no one there. So it's like really open. And like on a night and I I think I'll probably wait till we get into July Mm -hmm. when like at seven AM it's it's, warm enough. It's warm. Yeah, Yeah. because right now we're still like sixties. Um but yeah, I wanna just like Swim. I so I'm a former swimmer. I was gonna ask you. I okay. haven't swam in so long. I need to find my cap. I need to find my goggles. But I would like, and it's. I don't even care if it's like not. It's gonna be so difficult because my my body's not gonna know what right. to do. But I really want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. I will definitely take you up on that because one of my goals um, has been to do an Ironman and. Mm. I attempted, yes. Well, I want to start with a half Ironman. Okay. Smart. (laughs) But last year, I attempted to begin training for one that would have been in August of this past summer. Uh But I have never been a swimmer before. And I- That's tough. I am afraid of the breathing. Oh. And I have yet to get it down. And I, like, it is a- big goal of mine okay. to do a half well, iron man and we're so we're gonna coach you yeah caitlin bolt love it is fucking gonna coach you ellen whitney i know you swam too i'm calling you out i'm calling anyone <laughs> out that listens to this podcast that used to be a swimmer thomas used to be a swimmer oh there's a lot ever a okay. lot of past like swimmers are yeah. free, like freaks of nature so they fit well in the fitness community so yeah that okay so that's so i'll take you up on that that's my one my second i don't even want to say it because i don't want to do it at all but i feel mm. like i because I don't want to do it. I feel like I should. The stairs at Nippert. It's my favorite thing to do. I don't want to fucking do it. It is so fun. No, it's not fun. It, it, oh. It's hard. It is hard, but <laughs> it is like the best feeling. To get done with it. Like a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, you wake up and. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. So this is, this was, this was my plan. I was hoping that you don't count on this. My plan is if. <laughs> If anyone reaches out and holds me accountable to the Nippert stairs, I will do them. But if no one reaches out to me, then I'm not fucking doing it. So I hope, ben, I hope Ben's not that's listening fair. to this. Yeah, right. I was say, he's like obsessed. Like I have gone on numerous occasions and been there and I see him there doing it. I know. And I'm like, I need to do it. You Okay. We're going to do it. You're going to come we'll swimming and I'm going to do the Nippert stairs. And I don't, I don't want to like have a time goal or anything. No. I'm just going to do it for my there- first time. They're so fun. And how do you, what's the, what's the, like, do you go up both? What's so the everyone thing? does it differently. Okay. A, a lot of times what I will do actually is start at the top, obviously. Okay. And I'll go down. And then instead of going right back up, I'll run the field and go up to the other side, down, across, up. So oh. then you're doing like, you'll, you can do a sprint interval on the turf across oh, to the God. other side back down sprint back up i immediately want to shit my pants anytime i step foot <laughs> on like a track across. because it just like brings me back to yeah. like track and field you ran oh yeah i mean run is lightly i like participated <laughs> in track and field well, and like through the discus because whatever I couldn't fucking run <laughs> through the discus <laughs> yes. like a strong girl <laughs> i'm not kidding i threw the discus and i threw that's, the shot put that's hilarious <laughs> i know i'll share i will share a photo you I will want to die. see because like i went to an all-male high school so i never saw that happen <laughs> no. oh god i can't believe i, I even shared it it's like it's yeah it's fun times okay, okay. um okay what's yours oh. oh wait no i'm not done i'm yeah. not done Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. i want to do a rooftop <laughs> workout at the lb Oh, cool. It looks bougie as hell. Yeah, bougie. It looks fun. I love a rooftop. Yep. Um, I want to go to Kings Island and I want to ride a roller coaster. This isn't like really fitness. Yeah, but whatever. Um, whatever, but I want to do that. It's a lot and, of walking. 
Um, it is. I want to do a Barry's boot camp finally in one yes. of the cities I'll be visiting. So I'll hop, maybe LA will be the place. Yeah, to do, do it in LA. It'll be great. There's a good one in WeHo. Oh, mm-hmm. great. And um, I want to get another tattoo. <gasps> that? I just got one last weekend. <laughs> well, you have to show me later. Okay, yes. what's your thing that you want to talk about? Um, okay, kind of on that. Uh-huh. Things I want to do. Speaking of yoga, actually, uh, I two years ago, mm-hmm. Alt Park every Monday night at six PM does free yoga under the whatever you call that, that structure thing? structure thing. Free flow at six PM and they have someone every week playing guitar what? and singing while you're flowing. What day is it? Mondays at six PM. There's a Facebook group. I'll add you to it. Please. And anybody who's interested, um, I cannot Alt- remember exactly what the Facebook group is called, but it's at Alt Park every Monday at 6 p.m. when it when the in weather the is nice. Spring and summer and fall, free donation only class. And it is, I'm usually only a hot yoga person, but it is just so awesome yeah. to be outside yeah. and to flow. And it's Being a good outside. reset for your week on Monday. Like, okay, I got through Monday. Yes. Let's look at the week. That's one of my goals is to get back into the habit of going to that. I want to do that. Also, that reminded me, Studio S, mm-hmm. Anna Wall is doing a sunrise Pilates class Ooh. at Alt Park. I think maybe the first Tuesday of every month. I'm okay. going to fact check myself on yeah. this and I will like post it for sure for real. But that could be amazing mm-hmm. a sunrise pilates class in the park like yeah. what is better be awesome if anyone okay. else knows of any amazing outdoor workouts i know washington park does a series mm-hmm. but i'm like not clued into it this year they are typically wednesday evenings at seven i believe um or maybe it's two it's either it's i know it's 7 p.m and it's maybe tuesday or wednesday um i feel like i was like wh- i like knew a lot the, more yeah, about it last year also smale park usually does something every week but I have not heard anything. Neither have I. What's going on? And we're pretty in tune people I know, with that's our what city. I'm saying. So, hmm. It's probably me, but no, I don't I d- know. I mean, I did just watch The Mummy in Washington Park recently. <gasps> oh yeah, that's a goal of mine. Actually, is the Wednesday nights. nights. Wednesday nights. Nine p.m. Yeah. Nine p.m. Wednesday nights. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't even know what else is on the radar for the movies, but Mummy was the first. That's one. a good one. I agree. People that's a good were giving one. me such no. Shit. Thank you. Oh, it's a good one. Brendan Fraser is fucking yes. hot. hot. He was like the <laughs> man of the hour for a period of time. Now, I, <laughs> I looked at his Instagram recently. Not so much. Oh, my God. Or better. Terrible. Oh, terrible. terrible. Okay. Terrible. Okay. Terrible. Okay. terrible. It's, like so bad. it's so bad. But The Mummy is a fucking cinematic mm-hmm. classic. And that's that. And you can come at me if you disagree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nick, mm-hmm. the wild card. Yes. What was your first job? Um, my first job, I was fifteen. Okay, regular. And, I think it's like yeah, legal fifteen, age to sixteen, work. whatever you get your workers permit or whatever. <laughs> and I got a job at Fossil. Oh my god! In the Kenwood Mall, <laughs> and I worked there for five and a half years. Five and a half years. Mm-hmm. Were I, you a manager? I was. I by the end, I was a key holder. <laughs> At Fossil. I have some wonderful pictures. I'll post one on Dick Gall. Please. Of me at Fossil. Like a bedazzled jean? Um, Did you have that? No. Okay. A watch? I got some Tons good watches. Of watches. Tons of watches. Oh my goodness. And I still have them all. And it's like, why do I have all of these? Yeah, you can just sell those. Um, or yeah. keep them. It's kind of nostalgic. Yeah. But yeah, and actually. Wait, what was the. Okay, so like Fossil to me is a vibe of like a bedazzled jean, is it not? No, or is that not women? at all. That's 
buckle. You're thinking of buckle. I- I'm like, ew. No, we were very high. <laughs> More classy establishment than that. Leather. Yeah, you're thinking of buckle. Trash. Sorry Sorry to all y'all buckle wearers out there. Uh, No, Fossil was known for denim, but known for leather goods. Yes. I sold purses, watches. Yes. And I have so many duffel bags. mistake. That is my bad. Yes. Sorry for tarnishing the name. Yeah, you definitely tarnished. (laughs) But But I wish it was buckle. I I wish it was too. (laughs) Honestly, I wish I like worked at buckle. Um, yeah, that was my first job, and I am still very close with a lot of the people. Actually, one of my best friends to this day, Lexi, that's where we met. Um, and she made fun of me because the she still makes fun of me because the first day, this is the picture that I will post. The first day that I worked there, I was 15, and I walked in with suspenders on, Dolce & Gabbana glasses, yeah. foundation on my face. Like 15. I, at 15, because I like thought I was, you know, youth this, is your professional, this you're little a professional gay man. youth yeah. coming in with my foundation on, like caked on makeup as little gay me. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Yeah. Anyways, that was my first job. That's yeah. amazing. But. Okay. So my like first unofficial job, like no, not a W-2. I was a mm, nanny mm-hmm. in the summer. Just like every young gal the best was. job ever yeah you're just like at the pool just watching tv using just, that money from the family you just eat all their food yeah. like that is honestly the job that i want to have every summer seriously every summer rolls around and i'm like i'm gonna quit yeah. why am i not a nanny well, this makes no sense people make so much money yeah I don't, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think i was just probably a regular i wasn't like yeah. anything crazy but like an au pair yeah <laughs> no so that was unfi- my first official job mm-hmm. i was a hostess at applebee's stop <laughs> stop i'd wear pleated black no, pants no, and a fucking devastating. polo oh and whenever God. the phone rang i would walk away from it because I didn't what? want I didn't want to answer it. I didn't want to have anything to do. I didn't like know I'm what to do. I'm just imagining. I was probably like as a 16, youth. 16. Yeah. 16. I would at Applebee's. Yeah. I just Did what? you live in like a rural area? Mm, or were Canton you Canton is like Canton. Uh, you're from Canton. Okay. Yeah. It's well, like that's a, pretty populated. Yeah, yeah. So no, had, I wouldn't say rural. But like Applebee's was that like the place to go on a Friday night for families in your area? Uh, would you say? I mean, Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, same where I'm from too. I worked there for a total of three months. Oh, like I could. I did not. <laughs> you were done. I did not last you were done. there. And like, I think back now, and I'm like, if if I would like love to be a hostess now yeah. at like mm-hmm. a bougie a rooftop. Cool, yeah. yeah. Right. It'd mm-hmm. be so fun. You just like greet people and and look them. really gorgeous. Exactly. They, oh, like hostesses and hosts at bougie establishments look so fashionable in LA, and like you have to submit a headshot to work stop. in the restaurant industry stop yeah so like fine sign right, me up i'm there not the applebee's in maslin ohio unfortunately yeah. um like the biggest satisfaction i got literally was like the servers would put the ketchup bottles at the end of the tables to okay. signify that they needed wiped down Oh, and I just got a lot of satisfaction from being able to like see the ketchup bottles that's out, hilarious. wipe them down, and then push move the, the ketchup, ketchup bottle back. back. Yep, that's what I that's what I got from that experience. That's hilarious. That's terrible. A little code. I'm gonna look for that next time I'm out at a restaurant. And uh, see if they yeah, do that. We'll see. Well, the chain restaurant. <laughs> at a, yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna talk to a woman coming up that has like an actual amazing, cool, l- luxurious 
glamorous job <laughs> that is not a hostess at Applebee's. No. This episode of What the Fit is brought to you by the Original Method Personal Training Studio. That's right. What the Fit is sponsored. I couldn't be more excited to tell you about the Original Method. It was founded by Sarah Jenkins in 2018 with the intention of creating a space where your fitness and health goals can become a reality. Sarah is an exceptional coach and trainer with over 10 years of experience in the fitness and nutrition industry. You've heard me rave about her before. She is so fucking smart and data-driven. Every program she designs is specific to you. She starts by identifying with you, your personal goals and values. Then she constructs a fitness and wellness plan that supports you in achieving those goals. Whether it be a faster mile time, a heavier back squat, fuck yeah, general fitness or well-being, even just learning how to be more mindful. I mean, yes, make me stronger and more mindful, please. She creates unique and individualized programs for each and every one of her clients to help them build their own definition of health for themselves. The original method is about the pursuit of your best life, not someone else's. The original method has a few different personal training membership and group class options with limited spots. I've done about every format of her group classes and I always walk away with an amazing workout, but also the vibe of the studio and the other people taking the class leave me in the best mood. So check out her website today, ompersonaltraining.com or find her on the gram at the original method. My guest today is serious celebrity status, but beyond her glamour, poise, supermodel hair, and cute gym selfies, she's spreading a message to empower women to redefine society's standards of success, beauty, and happiness. She's keeping it real. She's serving fierce looks. She's putting in the work. Please welcome Miss Ohio USA, Alice Magato. Hi. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) And we have Nick with us as well. Stayed on with us. How's it going, guys? Back for more. I just listened to your podcast actually before I came here, the one that you interviewed, and I followed your Finsta. So okay, I like cannot. I was gonna <laughs> wait until the end of the episode to give the Dickle a shout out and tell everyone to follow, but we can do it right now. Dickle is my favorite Instagram account. Like of all my Instagram accounts, Dickle is my favorite. I'm really excited. Alice, you are in for a treat. I'm so excited. Okay, so we have literally the biggest celebrity to ever appear on What the Fit oh my God. with us with us right now. You've got to be used to this at this point. You're like making appearances. You've been on national TV. You're traveling around the country. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I just, I don't ever see myself like that right. until like I go to Kings Island and there's girls like taking pictures of me in line. Like paparazzi. And I'm like, oh. You're like, please get my good side. I I don't know. I literally was just on national television and I've been on like 10 news stations and I've been on newspapers. Like, uh, I guess people are going to recognize. I just don't think. I don't think about it. I don't think of the outcome of it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, cool. Like I'm on, I'm on news. Yeah. (laughs) Then don't realize people are going to like retain my face. That people actually watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's a big deal, especially for Cincinnati that like Miss Ohio is from Cincinnati. Like that's Pageants aren't a big thing down here. So I'm I'm glad I've been able to bring it to Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, It takes a lot of explaining sometimes. Which I am going to have to have you do because to be very honest, my only introduction knowledge base of pageants is miscongeniality with sandra bullock honestly 
I will tell you right now. So I competed at Miss America too, which this can be confusing and I might have to explain Okay, you're going to have to explain it all. We're going to yeah. When I competed at Miss America, there was a lesbian in our class, like Miss Congeniality. We had a redhead Texas, no. like Miss Congeniality. I'm so happy and my fantasies was, are true. It was pretty much Miss Congeniality. Oh. Do you guys yeah. get all get drunk and paint each other and eat pizza? Unfortunately not. You're under lock and key for like <sighs> the whole two weeks you're there. But the, And there's but. no one that showed up and was like ugly and then had to be pretty. Like everyone showed up pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to spill <laughs> the tea. I brought my tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. So break down like pageant world for us. Okay. I guess the best way for me to explain it is... It's like any other club sport. Okay. Um, there's a ton of different ones you can do. Uh-huh. Some ton cost of different more than others. Uh-huh. Some are more exclusive than others. Uh-huh. Miss America and Miss USA are the top two. They're okay. the two that are on national television that most people know about, but oftentimes get mixed up. I didn't know there were two separate ones. Yes. Miss America and, and Miss, Miss USA. USA. So Miss America is the one in Atlantic City. <gasps> yes. Donald Trump had that one. No. Okay. Donald Trump had yep. Miss USA. Okay. Okay. Which okay. he no longer right. does have Miss USA. Right. Um, I was at when I, so I was born in Atlantic City. And okay. And right outside of Atlantic City for a period of time. I know. Right. Are you surprised? <laughs> Just like in my blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we went to like, so wait, which one's Atlantic City? Miss, Miss America. We went to like the Miss America pr- parade. I oh, remember. yes. We're like, show me your shoe parade. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. I was like wow. s- probably five. It's yeah. I was deal. really young. I remember it. Atlantic, yeah. like, Miss America is like the shit in Atlantic City. Yeah. It's just it's probably the only thing they have going for pretty, it. Right there, pretty you know? much. <laughs> um, but Miss America is like a scholarship program, talent, more traditional okay. in that sense. Miss USA, I tell people the best way to describe it. It's like being signed to a talent agency and you get a lot of great opportunities and networking, but you have to act on them. Uh-huh. Miss America is a full-time job. You get a company car. You get a company card. Like, you're set up for the year. Uh-huh. And you got to do a bunch of stuff. A bunch of different appearances, events. Okay. So, I took a year off of school. I was say, I remember when you did yeah. all this. Yeah. And I, I had to quit my job. Like, oh. I was fully Miss Ohio for the year. Okay. With this one, I've been able to kind of have more of a life. Yeah. Still stayed in school. Still am doing my own thing, but I get to do really cool Right. things on top of it and the team's main priority is preparing you for miss usa and that's that's their end game with miss ohio america they just want a really great miss ohio yeah. for the year yeah how did you get into pageants to begin with i grew up doing musical theater oh much like oh Nick. yes, yes. <laughs> and let me guess you were not the tech one i was not the tech one <laughs> Gonna I, go on a limb here. I like <laughs> I and when I say I did musical theater in Cincinnati, I was like professional musical theater at the age of twelve. Like And professional means you're getting paid. Yeah. Like, I was okay. getting paid. It was my life. It was my everything. And I kinda got burnt out yeah. because of that. And I got to my junior year of high school and I was like, crap, I don't want to major in musical theater anymore. But I just spent 11 of my years Mm -hmm, training mm -hmm. hardcore. You see that a lot with athletes, too. They get super into it. They do it for so long. And they're just like, I can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, wanted 
to start something else but was like okay it's too late in the game for me to join a sport mm. it's too late <clears> in the <throat> game to run for a student body president like yeah. i'm a junior yeah I'm transferring schools i tried yeah but everyone was like why is this girl who just transferred here trying to be on Anything. our executive yeah. board and i was like hey i just was gonna give it a shot yeah. and like kill me why don't you right. I'm, <laughs> literally i was like i'm just trying to be involved yeah and um was really getting into fashion design but was also surprisingly too late in the game for that too as a junior in high school like I couldn't get into the right classes didn't have enough time to build my portfolio to apply to fashion school isn't it terrible disheartening for me to hear so I was just totally in my old age like can I do anything anymore yeah especially in height I know because it's so it's that four-year tradition like you have to I mean with Walnut Hills that's where I went to high started high school it's seventh through twelfth grade and you really kind of have to establish yourself starting as a seventh grader which I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do in seventh grade I was like knows what they want to do in seventh grade like they had their honors program it's a really great school I mean they set you up for success but I was just I was so lost got caught up in the wrong things only cared about boys and going to prom normal like putting glitter on your face like the rest of us like I just wanted to keep my Tamagotchi alive like that was it honestly um so I was looking for something to do that I could still use my talent with. Mm-hmm. And a family friend at the time was Miss Ohio's outstanding teen in the Miss America system. So okay. that's their teen program. Each okay. system kind of has a teen or yeah, a junior seen, program yeah, to go that. with it. So I decided to give it a shot. And I competed in my first pageant, which was Miss Greater Butler County's outstanding teen. I was oh a gosh. 10th grader. It was my last year of eligibility to compete in the oh, teen pageant. So you're like the old one. And two of us were competing for the title oh of MGB Cot. Oh my god! And they ended up crowning the both, both of, of us. I knew oh this was coming. I knew this was so coming. So I went into the state pageant like not with no inkling if I was any good at this or not. And there's a lot that goes into it. You have to write a one-page paper, a platform statement. You have to have a talent. You have to. Have do a 10-minute interview. A 10-minute interview as, like, a 16-year-old no, is... that's difficult. ...the most daunting task. What kind of questions are they asking you? I... As a teen, they ask you just a lot about, you know, yourself, what you do in school, your personality, some politics things that oh have to do gosh. with, like, teenagers, social media, whatnot. And, I mean, I, I had no political opinions yet. I had just... No, uh, no, no idea where I stood in I the know. world. What? So it was it was terrifying. And uh, I remember going into my state interview and I talked about like arguing with my brother and I went out and Important I was like, stuff. I probably shouldn't have talked about that. And I, I mean, I probably shouldn't have because you just you have to be very <laughs> well, it's on smart the f- about uh, yeah. how you utilize your 10 minutes. Right. And, right. You know, do you think that maybe some of it, though, is is more about how you say it versus what you're saying? Oh, yeah. I, I like think if you walk in there and you're confident and you have mm-hmm. your, the hair that you have, like they're not going to tell you no. The, right? the one thing I told myself a lot as I was preparing for Miss USA was yeah. it's not about what you say. It's how you make them feel because at Miss USA, your interview is only two minutes long. Ooh, that's probably even more Which is, than 10. Yeah, because you have to concise. make them fall in love with you in two minutes. Yeah. I'm going to pause really quick. And I, you've had to have seen like the South, like Miss South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I sat next to her boyfriend <laughs> on a flight once. Her I, ex-boyfriend. I like <laughs> just yeah. terrible. Did you like have any fear of that happening oh, to you? Oh, of course. I always do. On stage question is what 
it makes me the most nervous just because I am very smart, but I sometimes am not smart in how I articulate things. Anyone. No, like regular well, people and that's yeah. why someone made a post after miss usa because one of the girls stumbled over her questions and um at the national pageant and of course it's on live tv and anything on live tv you're gonna get ripped apart right uh and someone was like you have to put yourself in these girls shoes they've been on the top of their game for like you they've been on for right. two weeks straight right are exhausted and then they're up on stage in front of millions of people and they get asked a question that they that most of our political leaders can't answer exactly but we have to answer in 20 seconds right. yeah no it's it's fucking hard i can't it's even imagine unbelievable yeah so you get you get you get twin crowned and then yes what and then you went to go so on. i went to the state pageant mm-hmm. i was fourth runner up okay so at that point i knew i might be good at this uh-huh. i kind of Figured it out, and I went on to compete at Miss Ohio Teen USA, was a semifinalist, which was a big deal because that one, there's so many more girls that compete. It's uh-huh. very political in a sense. Uh-huh. Uh, so a lot of girls who pay their dues, I mm. say in quotes, kind of tend to make it further. It's changed a little bit since then, but that was my impression of it when I competed. And um, Are these people that also have been doing it since they were young? Yeah, really young. Yeah. Um, I think now there's more of a tendency to lean towards people that are new to pageants because they bring this freshness. And that's Mm. why I think I've been so successful Mm -hmm. in such a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So after the team pageant, I couldn't compete in any other team program. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to have to go to the Miss world. And that was terrifying Uh because I was 18 and I started with a coach, got got a better idea of what I was getting myself into. She was a former Miss Ohio. Okay. And I remember sitting down with her and being like, I want to win this. Mm-hmm. I know I'm 18. I know every single odd is stacked against me uh-huh. in this situation. And I worked my butt off. Mm-hmm. I, again, isolated myself in school. I dropped out of the musical. I just like set my Focused. sights on this and won my preliminary pageant. So I was Miss Portsmouth, swept it. I mm-hmm. won interview and swimsuit at that pageant and then went on to the state pageant and I won talent and I won Miss Ohio at the age of 18 nine days after I graduated high school damn which was insane one of my questions was going to be like when when was this like a a possibility for you like when did you know in your mind like okay oh it was gonna go I think I think since I had such a strong talent, mm-hmm. I always knew it was a possibility yeah. because talent is such a big portion of that system. Mm-hmm. And then once what was your I, talent? Singing. Yeah. Yeah. And once I started building my brand, it was just, it's one of those things that resonated with so many people that I just was kind of in a perfect position yeah. and I was so young. I was so new to this. Yeah. Um. When you say building your brand, what, how would you describe your brand? Um... Just authentic, like uh-huh. relatable and yeah. raw. And that's just not something you see a lot in the pageant industry. I mean, right. if you watch Toddlers and Tiaras, I mean, that's Which not, uh, sadly, sometimes that's not far from the truth when it yeah. comes to the smaller mm. pageant systems, not so much in USA and America, but mm-hmm. authenticity, mm-hmm. the airbrushed photos. I mean, that's something yeah. that occurs yeah. and it's a problem yeah. and it sets unrealistic standards, not only right. for pageant girls but for girls that are onlookers of yeah. pageants and yeah i think it isolates pageantry in a way for sure for so sure. 
yeah. I definitely tried to bring that to the table and it, it worked out for me. Unfortunately, at Miss America, I was definitely way too young to be Miss America, like an 18 year old. I thought I could do it. I thought yeah. I had it for a little bit because I won a preliminary at Miss America. And later on in the year, I heard Savvy Shield speak, who was my Miss America. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God I did yeah. not win. <laughs> like, she yeah. was so eloquent. Right. So much life experience. And I was like, How I would have been she? a disaster. Uh, I want to say she was 22, 23. Okay. Yeah. Um, the cutoff's 25. Okay. So I, I was the youngest at Miss America. Got it. So who goes on to be Miss Universe? Is that Miss USA? So that's Miss USA. And this is what yeah. your most recent So after experience. I kind of wrapped my Miss America prep and did a couple of months of Miss Ohio, I was like, wow, I'm really going to miss competing. Uh-huh. So I knew I definitely wanted to give it a shot and wanted to give myself a year of kind of being a normal college girl before mm-hmm. I went into Miss USA because I knew from my experience I needed to have more life experience to yeah. be a national title holder. Yeah. So That's I gave very myself a year. Of you. Yeah. yeah. And um really prepped hard, made my brand something that just like yeah. you couldn't say so no to. So when you to. say prep, what does that look like? What are you doing? Physical prep. Which we definitely will get into. Mental prep. What is the mental prep? You I mean you have to it's a balance because you need to understand that you can win this and that you want to win this, but you also need to understand that your life's not going to be over if you don't win it. For sure. And I think that there's so much mental prep that just goes into that sentence. Yeah. How did you practice that? How did you like make that stick in your mind? Because I'm sure it's easy to say it, right? Yeah. And- I think it was just filling myself with the positive words I was getting for so many people mm-hmm. and realizing that regardless of the crown on my head like I was making an impact yeah. and people were responding positively to it yeah and so just kind of keep telling yeah. keeping that in yeah. the back of my head really really right. helped me right. obviously I was disappointed when I didn't win Miss USA it was yeah. like the hardest oh, couple God. of hours after that I mean and just and you were top the 10. adrenaline rush yes I was top that 10, is so amazing is insane yeah. I I mean I literally I was on the phone with my coach the night before and I was like, I feel like I'm not going to make the top 15 or I'm going to win this thing. Like I didn't think there was going to be yeah. an in-between, which I'm kind of glad that yeah. there was. Yeah, right. Because right. I mean, that's awesome. Amazing. And when I got home and kind of looked back on it, I got to the point where like my message was played on national television for yeah. millions of people to hear. Yes. And that, I mean, that was my goal other than winning the I crown. I just got chills. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, I mean, that's... That's what I wanted. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I won regardless. Yes. And that's a great I way didn't to get to it. go to New York, but I'm back and yeah. I'm I just found out I'm getting signed with a talent or a modeling agency today this that's morning. Amazing. And we're, we're in the midst of a model. Okay. <laughs> and so like that. How are you, Nick? How are you doing? <laughs> Honored, blessed. <laughs> Maybe so, you can like rub off on her if you scoot right. a little closer. No. But can we get, get a to, lesson, please, in modeling while we before we um, leave? I need to I, learn a little bit more too, though. So we could, we yeah, can I do need, it like, need to up my content. What in all all respects? So, but I mean, crown or no crown, I get to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, and that, yeah. I mean, that was the goal. Right. So, so you were in Nevada to compete, right? Yes. In no Nevada, Reno Tahoe. Reno Tahoe. Um, How long were you there? Uh, Eleven days, twelve days. Oh, I was for sure following. What is that experience like leading? How long is, so how many days are you like competing? Two. Two. Yeah. A prelim day and a finals day. Okay. Yeah. And what's, so 
the time leading up like mm-hmm. what what does that time look like what are you so doing you say first, lock and key but like gotta head a little the bit first couple of fun. days you're doing registration and fittings morning okay. to night so your schedule varies there's different sponsors that might pull you for different things so like everyone's kind of split up and all over the place uh-huh. um you're getting your hair and makeup done you're tr- you're we don't get to pick out our swimsuits or dresses opening number dresses before we get there so like we're doing that really yeah so that like, is that swimsuit i picked that one off the rack because it was the ugliest one on the rack and i was like my luck this is gonna be bomb and like i put it on and it was perfect and what did your swimsuit look like what color it was, was it? pink floral okay. and it was like kind of a one piece but kind of not a one yeah, piece right a sexy one piece very yeah. in right now and it was so ugly on the hanger but i was like i just know yeah it's gonna look and good. Do, which i saw you in white at one point, what was the white look? The short white look was yeah. the opening number. Okay, and you yeah. didn't get to pick no. that. that so was just I like... picked that one off the rack, too. Yeah, so you, you spend a lot of time white. doing yeah. that. You have to wait in line. It's a lot of hurry up and wait. Uh-huh. You meet uh-huh. with the producers. Who The first thing that came out of my mouth when I met with the producer of Miss USA was the hashtag Reno Tahoe looks like rent a hoe. Perfect. Yeah, Make gonna, an impression. Not gonna lie, I lost some sleep over that <laughs> after the first time. I was like, "Did Miss he laugh?" USA? Oh yeah, he's a comedian. So like, oh well, then no, I, you nailed it. Was, it you it nailed was fine, it. but I was like, yeah, that would. I would totally just. I, I was so nervous and like, I want to word see vomit. A I Miss was USA like, <laughs> that notices a hashtag well, says a, "run to hoe." <laughs> major and yeah. i was like hey your hashtag kind of looks like rent a hoe and i wasn't the only one that thought that because yeah. I, I brought it up because some of my friends were like why are you hashtagging rent a hoe which is hysterical for a like a beauty pageant yeah, yeah it was, oh my god but it was reno great. tahoe yeah. reno is beautiful i yeah i really loved being there uh the lake tahoe we got to go uh-huh and do okay. a photo shoot there i was one of the lucky 20 that got to go to how the, do you get to be chosen it's random I mm-hmm. say in quotes. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They pick the ones with the best hair. I know they well, do. Yes. <laughs> I know they do. But we went to Lake Tahoe, and I got to do a swimsuit shoot. I saw that. And just hang out in the lake, and that was pretty so, cool. Also, during this like registration process and everything, what is the interaction like between the competition? I was just oh, gonna ask. Are you sizing each other lo- up? No, we love each other. Are and you sure? Yes. <laughs> I, and this is the biggest misconception with pageants is like we're catty. And, yeah. But we just want some drama. We want to pull the I, hair extensions out. We want the eyelashes you, to come out. That's what you want. But <laughs> if you were, we're like nasty people in my shoes, I don't I do not get along with girls my age. Interesting. I'm a UC student. I was in a sorority. I love my sorority sisters. But like there's just a level of relatability that I just don't have and i don't know if that was because i was miss ohio america right after i got out of high school and i had this weird gap year and then i tried to go back to college and like well you mentioned normal putting human. in the work mental work yeah. like that's not a concept that a lot of no early 20 late college right. women are familiar with so when i get to be in an environment where i'm surrounded by girls who also are putting in the want work to do the same thing yeah. and think like me it's yeah. like the most amazing and everyone's in that same position i can totally get that because i just i don't have anyone here i relate to and all my pageant friends that are here in ohio like are all over ohio right. they're not in cincinnati yeah. so i i don't i have like my two best high school friends that yeah. i hang out with and yeah other than that all my friends are pageant girls yeah 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 no i i can i can understand that um but even looking at you as a younger woman who's competing against these women who are extremely established and 
in just watching on when it was on television and, and seeing you competing in some of the stories uh, that these other competitors were talking about saying, you know, I'm an attorney or I've, I have two master's degrees. I have, you know, done this for so many years or whatever. You also realize that that goes towards your maturity level being at that same height and, you know, being so young and being at that same level as them just speaks exactly to what you were saying about how at your age, you don't relate as much to, you know, the girls that might be the Mm -hmm. same age as you. And I can relate to that as well. You know, I've felt the same way. So when you are surrounded by people that are older and, and doing big things, you aspire to do those things and you as well are doing big things at a younger age. Fast forward your life a little bit too. I tell people I skipped like my 21, 22, 23 year old life Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm still, I mean, I'm 21, but like I'm mentally, I feel like I'm 24. I mean, yeah. honestly, I was completely blacked out for my entire 23rd year. So <laughs> right. like, you didn't, yeah, you're not missing anything. Kind like of, all of 2011, I don't remember. That's kind of like <laughs> how, how I feel right now. I, I mean, I definitely had my nights out at the bars, right. but yeah. I feel like I've never no, been you were, at that crazy college and you still level. Will. You're on a path, right? right? You're on a path. But you know, it sounds like you've had a super positive experience, yes. but what has been like the most challenging part of the whole process and like do you get nervous like how do you combat those nerves that negative self-talk that must creep in definitely nerves are a big thing with me I even through my musical theater time I just always got these horrible nerves and to the point where I just couldn't even perform or my voice would crack or I would forget everything and so pageants definitely I didn't get over that until after I competed at Miss America and I just like started performing every single day as Miss Ohio, just kind of as my job. And mm-hmm. that really helped me kind of break that hump because I just had to do it every oh, day. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a Sasha Fierce thing with yes. Beyonce. Like you just like yeah. put on this. Yeah. Like I am this person. It's a person. And yeah, I, I was I was so soft spoken. I mean, I think you could probably attest mm-hmm. to this. When I first started at Cycle Bar, when I was a junior in high school, it Miss Ohio like pulled me out of my shell so quick. Forces and you to go so out of your comfort zone because I could not hold a conversation with people. I was so oh my just gosh. like I'm, I was wow. nervous. I was a nervous girl and. I think a lot of it stems from musical theater because there were a lot of instances where I had things taken away from me mm-hmm. because it's such a competitive mm-hmm. field. I mm-hmm. had solos taken away from me, parts taken away from me, and like that fucked me up yeah. mentally yeah. Yeah. in my everyday life. I And still today, I battle with the fear of something getting taken away from me. It's gotten a lot better, but yeah. I mean... I was scared that people would hate me or just mm-hmm. take me out of my job or take me out of school for like no reason whatsoever. Oh, yeah. So I was just always rejection. scared to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pageants definitely helped me. Yeah. Get over that. Find my voice. Speak. Be a human. Yeah. Almost. Right. Like wow. have skills. Right. Uh, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the hardest things for me was after Miss Ohio America, I um put on a lot of weight not because I like gained I mean I definitely came back from Miss America and like had my fair share of mac and cheese right. and yeah, you know yeah, yeah. ate all the food I couldn't eat yeah. but like I was 18 when I competed at Miss America and I came back and turned 19 and like I grew hips oh yeah and you know oh. a body like right. a, woman's a woman's body that you weren't but used to yeah the thing with it is I was getting my picture taken every single day yeah and sometimes they were taken by people that weren't watching me or or by people that 
were just watching me. And yeah. like I, I had no control over the photos that were being taken. Oh, and that is terrifying. <laughs> I would see them on my Instagram and on my Facebook. And I literally had a daily documentation of like how my body was changing. Because oh. I would go back to my Miss America pictures and then I was looking at myself. And in, in the pageant world, we have these awful things called the Voy Forums. And they're like these online chat rooms where you can speak anonymously about our pageant title holders that we have in Ohio. And of course, why do those exist? I, we don't know. We will never know because pageants are like supposed to be empowering and yeah. the opposite of that. And this is just feeding into wow. negativity. Yeah. And I don't know. I think I was just kind of in like a self-conscious moment and I wanted to see like what the people thought of me like can't read the comments. how my reign was was i a good miss ohio and like the literally no one had anything bad to say except for how i was putting on weight and like of course Jeez. that so as a 19 year old i was like what? i mean like, as an anything year anything. old that's so and hard i was giving up my miss ohio title i didn't fit into my miss america dress because i had hips and like it was just rough oh. and then I knew I wanted to compete in the Miss USA system, which is kind of known for being the more model-esque Got it. system. Yeah. You get the modeling contract, you mm-hmm. get all of this. And I was like, crap, what am I going to do? Like, I, I'm curvy, I'm athletic. Yeah. And the hardest part for me was figuring out how to get myself back to my 18-year-old body or not even getting myself back to my 18-year-old body, but like being okay and accepting the fact I wasn't going yeah. to get back to that 18 yeah, year old body but it was getting back to that confidence yeah. and being in the public eye and having to do that was terrible mm-hmm. like yeah. absolutely terrible mm-hmm. and it was a battle uh, well that's like a good time to kind of shift gears to talk about fitness mm-hmm. and how, how that has played a yes. role in pageant journey your life and you guys know each other through cycle bar yeah mm-hmm. so right. you worked for cycle bar is that the I, i'm a connection cbx i'm a front desk we, worker yeah Ooh. we have to take a pause and remember alice i'll never forget the first news like interview you did i think it was oh yeah she it said- was i said that at cycle bar i am a glamorous janitor <laughs> On the news, on she the called news. her job, and it like I mean, you kind of I mean, you're not it wrong, is. kind of <laughs> it. That is what it, it is because gl- it's glamorous, but it has like gone but down in history. That is like the comment that's so funny. It. Clean the toilets, yeah, but it's yeah. glamorous. You have to yeah. clean the shoes. Someone's got to spray yeah. those nasty things. I mean, put the towels in the laundry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you got to do the dirty work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I get to ride for free. Yeah, it's awesome. Was amazing. So, what does your like? What does your fitness routine look like now? What? How does it kind of change? when it's go time and you know what's so i honestly with me i am anything or like i'm all about what i put into my body Mm -hmm. i can exercise as much as i need to but if i'm eating terribly like it's it's not gonna work and that was a hard realization for me and i didn't realize that Honestly, until a month before I left for Miss USA. Really? So I was really struggling with finding the balance between eating and working out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as far as my fitness regimen goes, I work with John Benton Model Fitness out of Texas. What is that? That That sounds so bougie. We call him the hip whisperer oh. with the hip whisperer because he's known for reducing the inches on your hips and waist. 
What? what? Yeah. <laughs> so he's had girls. The hip and, whisperer. The hip whisperer. And he's had girls that have lost three inches off their hips in like two months. That is crazy to me because like from what science tells me and like all my background is like sometimes you don't get to decide where the weight's right. coming no, from. I don't know how it works. I mean, it's worked for me, not to that extent, but I mean, you have to be very disciplined. He has an eating plan. He has the yeah. exercises and like you have to stick to it or else it's not going to work as well. But I mix that in because it is so intense and like, I don't really have a reason for it to be that intense anymore. Yeah. He mixes that. I mix that in with an orange theory class, a yeah. cycle bar class, nice. and then just like, working out at yeah the gym. yeah so, so yeah go, go does Nick. he so he's in texas yes um and he'll write your workout plans yeah. for you for so the week or what is that when i like? started working with him it was before he kind of blew up on instagram and so i got his full best program i'm following the hip right. yeah. on instagram as soon as we <laughs> i like i got his whole program i got a consultation with him for like oh, cool. a much cheaper price than what it is now mm. and nothing's changed because he mm -hmm. like has it yeah, down to a science yeah. and uh, so now you can like buy one of the workouts, okay. two of the workouts, three of the workouts, or like splurge, buy all of them yeah. and also get a phone consultation with him. Okay. And so he does like meal plans too? It's not really a meal plan. He does kind of a don't eat this at this time uh -huh. of the day. Don't eat this before you work out. Eat this mm -hmm. then. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. And so does he take, is it, so it's kind of a universal thing, right? It's yes. It's not tailored and to So individual? this was another thing I struggled with was, you know, I'm not built like a model naturally. You're not? No. <laughs> I know. I'm like, um. Uh-uh. This, like, this was hard to get to. I mean, I will say, like, y you were putting in the work yeah I yeah, mean, well, yeah i would see you up in the gym like at the sports club like you'd be posting like your workouts and be like i was there like Alice? twice a day <laughs> i was coming in yeah friday mornings and spinning with mm -hmm. nick like at yeah. seven in the morning for no reason like only because i wanted to have more time to work out during the day because mm -hmm. i was doing online classes so like yeah my my job was getting fit yeah. i know that's the thing miss yeah. usa that, like, like this was my job. job and it's going to continue to be my job right. as a model because you wanted to get into modeling right so when you're talking about like so i mean obviously we know right the ideal kind of standard is a smaller waist yes. but is for modeling mm -hmm. and maybe you can clarify the kind of modeling do you also want slim hips too yeah that's, so that's like um, how clothes fit yeah unfortunately the modeling agencies they you're kind of defined by do they do a the numbers on your breast hips mm. waist Damn. um and not to say like there's not a set point that right. you have to be at by any means right but, like that's when you give someone your comp card it's your face mm -hmm. and then your measurements and that's yeah that's yeah. the harsh that's how you get work that's how you get paid. That's how you, yeah, yeah it's a hard and yeah, it's, it is what it is it's changing mm -hmm. it's yeah. definitely becoming more diverse mm -hmm. i mean i'm five seven and i'm yeah. you know still yeah decently successful i mean i'm not mm -hmm. too yeah. successful yet but like You're i'm young. booking jobs <laughs> yeah and you have to just realize that you you're the marketing for a brand and like they mm -hmm. want what markets well for them and right. that's just kind of the harsh reality of yes, it and yeah. what i plan to do with it is i understand that as a model i'm not going to have say over you know how i'm edited all mm -hmm. the time or like if i'm photoshopped or yeah 
because cameras are harsh and sometimes yeah. you know uh, i know i know a zit they're... can be distracting or a bruise <laughs> yeah. on your leg can be distracting and they're yeah. gonna want to edit that out but if i can just be a successful model well first of all i want to be atlas before i'm a model yeah. i never want to yes. be a nameless model yeah but if I can be a successful model, but then have my social media be totally unfiltered and raw and unedited, yeah. they're not going to be able to filter me or right. Photoshop me too harsh because people are going to know that that's like, not what you look like. That's not what I look like. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want to get to this for sure. But yeah. so in terms of working out, um, what the plan with this hip whisperer, yes. is it like weights? Is it cardio? Is it combination? It's, so it's what's the word it's like plyometrics <laughs> myotherapy oh, something okay. along those lines okay it's, it's really low intensity surprisingly it's a lot of jumping and twisting and abs and oh. ankle weights oh. and have you do running. you know have you heard of the studio model fit no they have them in la mm -hmm. and new york mm -hmm. and i haven't been to one but what i can see it sounds kind of similar mm -hmm. they're, they're known for like the models yeah do it, right like and that like mm -hmm. long lean like model-esque body and there's ankle weights yes. and it's like yeah. jumping. long yeah. and lean is the key because every exercise he gives you involves a stretch before you do the exercise so okay. like with abs like stretching before you crunch so that you're not getting this boxy mm. look like it's all a so very extending particular right. science Ugh. and it's really cool yeah and once you understand it and figure out i mean so i posted a story on my instagram just like showing my progress of what i because i've been where after i got back from miss usa i did his plan for like two weeks very like strict just mm -hmm. to kind of get rid of all yeah. the junk i ate yeah. after and a lot of girls were messaging me like hey i've been doing this like it's not working i've been eating this i've been trying to work out doing it this many times a day and i just mm -hmm. can't get Results. like a feel for it and i had to tell them i started doing this two years ago like i started with him two years ago That's in january no yeah and i'm just now like getting a feel for it and yeah. how i need to work it into my own fitness because it's not like i can just do those workouts because yeah. it doesn't target the legs and like a problem area uh -huh. is my leg so like i have to do additional leg workouts on yeah. top of it and because I'm not built like a lot of the models that can just literally just do his workouts and be fine. I have to implement more into it yeah. and I have to cut my calories maybe a little more than he suggests because yeah. like I said, a lot of my body is what I put into it. Yeah. And until I get a hold on my diet, like mm -hmm. no matter how much I work out, I won't lose anything. I think that's a universal thing. Yeah. Like people, if it, if well, it people was need to easy. realize that it's like 20% is like your workout and then 80% yes. is what you're putting into your body. And a lot yeah. of people think that they can eat something and then go work it off. Right. And like, no, it's just, that's not how that would it be works. How it works. much easier if it right. would. And the fact that when you mentioned two years, like it takes time yes. and so consistency. Time. And when you think like you're not seeing any results, like that's when you just got to keep doing it, keep doing mm -hmm. it. But if you've never gotten to the place where you've worked really hard and then seen results, I can, it's, Oh, you're yeah. like it's not gonna no. happen it's and not gonna happen i'm giving up i'm giving up it's a waste of time honestly before miss usa i had such like an unhealthy relationship with working out it was like a chore for me i didn't want to do it i didn't have the energy because i was running all over ohio doing all this crazy prep stuff and then like would have to force myself to go work out and i was like why like why am i doing this to myself I'm, yeah you didn't like it you i were didn't like it. it i didn't work out and i took a week like four weeks out from leaving from miss usa and i did not work out the whole week 
it's probably great for you cut my diet down and Uh you know really focused on what i was putting into my body cut my calories i mean went to a more unsustainable diet but realized it was only for a short period of time it's for a show it's for a competition Yeah. yeah and found out that i retain water when I work out too much. Interesting. And so I was overworking myself and getting more swollen. Yeah. And that's why I wasn't seeing any, cause I don't, I don't weigh myself. Mm-hmm. I just literally base it off of yeah. my tape measure. Right. Yeah. Because that's what matters. What Good matters for, for yeah. my situation. And I stopped working out for a week and I like lost an inch off yeah. of every part of my body. Yep. Yeah. Cause I yeah. lost all the water retention and kept my feet up for sure all I mean, week. And yeah. then I went back to working out with such a more positive, like mm-hmm. I don't have to do it this much. I can go do an orange theory class. I can do a spin class. I don't need to be doing all these crazy exercises. Cause on top of John's workouts, I also worked with this like really intense sponsored trainer that mm. I have. That's kind of more, on the CrossFit yeah. side, yeah. I would say lifting, and stuff. lifting yeah. really, really intense. Mm-hmm. Like I was vomiting after yeah. training <laughs> with him and then had a trainer here in Cincinnati that was replicating his workouts for me because he was based in Michigan. So like on top that of that is all so much this, stress on your body. Like lot. it's like adrenal was, fatigue waiting to yeah. happen. And I yeah. was, you know, trying to do two a day sometimes and like that, that works for some people, but it just, it mm-hmm. makes it so much worse for me. Yeah. So. I would even argue that it doesn't work yeah. for anyone long term. No. Mm-hmm. So well, you just have to figure out what's effective for yeah. your body. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's less is more. Yes. It's learning that taking a day off is going to give you better results. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it's so hard to realize and accept that but But, yeah it's so critical for your body yeah i mean it's insane yes 100 percent. so i want to talk about your platform now which i think is so 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 important and great and amazing and i vibe with it i think we need to hear more in general like everyone Mm -hmm. so tell us tell you know give your your spiel so it's keeping it real and I have pledged to not Photoshop or manipulate any of my social media. And if I do, I tell people yeah. exactly. Like and when I say I've exactly, I tell them exactly what I did. I have seen it. It's incredible. And it's like a behind the lens type yeah. of view. And and I love it that like it, it says that, yeah, maybe I want to put a filter on it or what I would lighten it up to make the picture look pretty right. for sure. It's not saying we can't do those things, but like let's let's be, be honest authentic. about it. Let's yeah. be real about it. And keeping it real, I, I focus it on social media, but it really reaches to every aspect of your life, whether it's success, whether yeah. it's just your daily habits, like mm-hmm. just be honest. I mean, I have hair extensions. Yeah. I had fake nails. I ripped them off, yeah. but Ooh, yeah. I was always honest about it. Like yeah. I was like, I never tried to convince people that like my hair was right. my real hair right. or, you know, a lot of times we think that there's one, one path to success and mm-hmm. going to school maybe for four years is your path to success and like that's great for some people but that's not realistic for everyone and it's just being honest about what's real what you can do and you know who you are I think it's amazing, amazing. it's so important and it's I'm interested to hear if it ever like really grinds your gears when you see other people on social media doing bullshit stuff or like Mm -hmm. for me if someone is like promoting a skincare thing and they have a fucking snapchat filter on their Mm -hmm. face yep Mm -hmm. i'm like no exactly and that's (laughs) that's the thing with pageants is you're promoting yourself and your true self why would you put something out on the social media 
realm that's not authentically Mm -hmm. you my worst fear and i've heard this happen to girls before i know exactly what you're gonna say go ahead they submit their headshots and they walk into the judge's room and the judges don't recognize exactly like i have seen it where you see someone on instagram and you don't recognize and then you see them in real life and you're like something why 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 would you want that why and it's because and it's just because the world has told us that you Mm. have to look a certain way to be liked and accepted and that and then in turn we've put all of our value into the amount of likes we get on instagram and it's just this awful snowball effect and now with all of these editing apps where you Mm. can literally change how you look with a tap of a button like there's so much post-production and we just need to like cleanse it of all of this and just like why can't we take a picture and post it on Instagram without doing anything to it and like mm-hmm. get as many likes as and the girl next door it. who is for sure spending two hours photoshopping yeah. herself. Yeah. Like back in 2010 yeah. when we put our face, our photos on Facebook yeah. in a Facebook album yeah. from the right. digital camera that we right. took out drunk. With, there was with a flash, no exactly. photo options. Exactly. No. He looked fucking terrible. And you, and you didn't care. Swollen, red yeah. faced. Yes. And we've just and we've there it was. put so much. And it's changed so much. It. No one yeah. would post the pictures that I posted mm-hmm. when I was in college and I was like the queen of the Facebook album. Mm-hmm. Like the camera hold because literally I'm not, we had cameras, digital yeah. cameras, like yeah. flat on our wrist. Yeah. I go through like five a year. Yes. We would no one would ever mm-hmm. post the pictures no. that no. we put up and it was no. not a second thought. Mm-mm. No, you just upload. Well, today even I so I got my digitals back from my modeling agency and they were taken in artificial lighting. I had Ugh. some bruises on my legs. I was in a swimsuit, just no makeup, like yeah. totally raw and I found my I edited out a bruise on my leg and yeah. like well, kind uh, of yeah. edited some stuff on it and I posted it and I was like, "Why?" Why did I feel the need to edit out yeah. the bruise on my leg? That's Why amazing that I you're going through that thought, thought process. That. And so I had, I already had like 300 likes on my photo and I deleted it and I went I saw back the photo. You deleted and it. And I reposted the mm. one with the bruise on yeah. my leg. And I was like, listen, this is like, this is real life. I get bruises on my legs. Yeah. I right. like, but why do I feel the need to, everyone gets bruises on their legs. Like, why do I feel the need to thing. edit it yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hated the fact that it took, you mm-hmm. know, an hour of my brain power yeah. to figure out like if I should post it with the yeah. bruise or not, because yeah. why, why should it matter? Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not perfect when it comes to keeping it real. Like I'm still pushing myself. Right. Yeah. To yeah. Keep it's it hard when, even ev- when you more see real. everyone else. I mean, it's so hard. easy to see people's lives and you can mm. compare and you're like, and I like when I have the means to like make my waist skinner, skinnier or something like it's so hard because i tell girls it's like a drug mm-hmm. and like you have to stop doing it yeah to like realize how much you were doing it yeah because yeah. i i mean i look back on some of the old i still have them, i delete them off my instagram but i have them saved in my phone of like how much i was editing my photos before i started this whole thing i don't even look like a human and i'm like what's right. attractive about this what's attractive about not having a nose having these bright white eyes and teeth and right. like I, looking I, like i'm morphed yeah you look at it and then you're just like i've seen this same fucking picture of this same fucking girl in this mm-hmm. pose right. with the same fucking caption a over million times yep. like i'm yeah. like oh uh, my explore page i'm just like i can't even look at no. it i'm so mm-hmm. over it and that's and, how it is with pageants too. yeah it's the yeah. same same pose so to challenge and, like the pageant world yeah. i because i think that you are taking kind of that first stab mm-hmm. in the pageant world at okay you know what let's 
take away this old mind viewpoint of what pageants are. It's mm-hmm. not the, my headshot looks nothing like me. Like it yeah. can be authentic. Do you think that pageants will ever get to a point where different body types will be great question involved in the pageant world similar to modeling and how there's plus size modeling and all of that what do you think so this is tricky because miss america got rid of the swimsuit competition in hopes of Mm -hmm. opening girls comfortable Mm -hmm. to compete no matter what they look like Mm -hmm. for me as a pageant girl though competing in swimsuit has never been about my body Mm -hmm. it's been about how i feel on stage Mm -hmm. yeah and there's there are a lot of girls that compete that you know don't have the typical yeah. body type. They're five two. They're more yeah, athletic. Yeah, but they still built. have a flat. At, they still have flat abs. Yes, they still have <laughs> slim but they're thighs. Fit. And yeah. I think that yeah. being fit is part of the job as a title holder because you can't travel the country and not be healthy and not be fit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think being fit is different. Right, being fit can look way different, different and ways. i think like yes. we're work I, the same way of you know kind of bringing this realness to pageants i think it's important too mm-hmm. in the fitness industry oh, yeah. that like being fit being strong like it doesn't have one look yeah mm-hmm. it can you, you i know people we know a ton of people in the community that are so fucking strong and so fit mm-hmm. and like maybe they have fat on their stomach mm-hmm. we talked or, about like this me, me you know i mean like talked. yeah i have you know someone who i look up to that works all the time and i'm like you do things that I could never do. And I don't have yeah. a six pack. It, right. Like. It, it, it is. It, it is interesting. And I think it will change in the pageant world mm-hmm. once it changes in our society. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a pageant problem. It's mm-hmm. a societal problem. For sure. And once our definition of beauty changes. And for me, pageants were just the starting point to mm-hmm. get this message out there because yeah. I needed a platform and that was the platform I chose to do. I, hope that miss ohio falls off my resume one day because i do something bigger and better i mean i think that your platform is something that needs to be like being a public speaker to young women and young men for sure all people you know in high school in college yeah right even younger than high school at this point and that's why i think taking the modeling route would be such an interesting yeah yeah career path for me because i can take that to something that does have a lot more traction like yeah. sports mm-hmm. illustrated or maybe victoria's secret where yeah. all these girls you know so many girls idolized right right idolize them yeah. and what if i can be an unedited unedited yeah. model mm-hmm. right on the victoria's secret website or yeah. on yeah. this cover of sports illustrated and i think there's a piece to it too that i always like to acknowledge like i love a nice curated instagram feed Mm -hmm. or a main page where there's Mm -hmm. pretty pictures Mm -hmm. and people look good and you're putting your best foot forward and like i think that's okay right like the pictures that i post like i'm posting the ones that Mm -hmm. i look the very well and it's the creative side of it exactly artistic side of it yeah 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 yeah. i've always been gung-ho about because i both my parents are artists right like having an aesthetic i i love i appreciate a style like i i I get it Mm -hmm. um but uh, at the same time too, like with my stories, like I will for sure post that mm-hmm. when I don't have makeup on or like yeah. whatever. Right. And like, yeah, I'll filter a, like a Paris mm-hmm. or like a right. Jakarta or whatever. Right. Cause right. like I like the lighting, but I love Jakarta. But <laughs> Jakarta for the summer is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a summer filter, but n- I just can't imagine in a world where you, people would, you would look, you would want to look different or mm-hmm. people would notice a difference. Your online presence, which honestly it 
means nothing no. in like mm-hmm. life like mm-hmm. the human connection that you have mm-hmm. when you meet people face to face like that's what they're it, getting it right. all everything else goes away and like <laughs> for me yeah like then for me now like the ultimate ultimate stunt is like d- don't put a filter don't wear any makeup mm-hmm. don't put a filter yeah like just be who you are look how you are and, just, and you don't even however it is that you look like mm-hmm. it shows it says something out to the world that's powerful of like this is what i look like and i'm okay with it yeah it was so groundbreaking when i posted my headshot which was yes unedited, yes because it was up against every other girl's which photo and if i, was, I were those other girls i would be a sh- i would yes. be like what the fuck right yes and i no one's face looks like that no and first of <laughs> all like Exactly. blurred blurry yeah literally i <laughs> like, was so uh, at first i was sad that it mm-hmm. was such a big deal yeah. because i was like this really should like it the fact that be. you can see my pores should not your freckles be the headline on every things. pageant yeah. fan page like right. that's it's skin yeah. we all have it like right <laughs> why why that you can see it in my picture is it such a big deal. Such a big deal. But then, guess what? you know. No one has eyelashes that touch their eyebrows. No. Right. Doesn't exist. But then I also had to go on and say, you know, it's not about villainizing girls that do it. Because. Mm-hmm. Great distinction. It is. It's just part of our culture. And sometimes you don't realize you are doing it. It's about starting the conversation. And, people, and that's what yeah. the goal was. It wasn't right. to be like. I'm oh, better this than you girl. because I'm no, not doing this. No. It yeah. was to ha- spark the conversation, which it did. And. The amazing thing was so many of my sisters started posting unedited photos on their Instagram. Yeah. I had people tell me that they submitted unedited headshots to their state pageant because they saw the one I did for Miss USA and they want to do the same. And so like that... That That's was changed. the goal. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the being like right. The yeah, I being get it. shady about it. Right. It was right. starting the conversation, and you know, if you do edit them, I would just encourage you to think, be think, honest do about that, it. Do that thought process. Yeah. Even if nothing else, if there's no change made, yeah, think, about, think why about why it. am I doing am I this? Doing and you know what is the result? Because mm-hmm. when I thought about why I wanted to be Miss USA, and you know, just reflecting on that. I never want wanted a girl to look at Miss US me as Miss USA or as Miss Universe and think I can't be her mm-hmm. because she's too perfect, she's right. untouchable. Right. I can't I can't do that because yeah. any girl has the potential to be Miss USA yeah. if you put in the work yeah. and if you right have do, the drive to do it do the self-examination yes. put in the mental work like you said because there's not there's not a mold and again yeah. that's a pageant stigma that we need to start to break like yeah. mold shouldn't even be a word that right. comes up in any right. in any aspect of life if you want to be a lawyer a doctor there should be no singular mold or path mm-hmm. you have to fulfill to become that definitely yeah and i i yeah, want to touch back on the people that are putting the filters on the face whatever you know maybe they haven't yet gone through mm-hmm. that self-examination right. that journey yeah. and it's not to kind of talk shit or no. throw no. it's just like Think about Just it. think about it. Yeah, yeah. Think about why. Think yeah, about the why. Yeah, yeah. Think about the why. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is a selfish time for me because sitting across the table now from an actual beauty queen. I've got an. I've got another queen here too, but I have a, an actual <laughs> beauty queen, and I need to talk about some beauty things. Okay, go for it. So I want to know, like, you've gotten a lot of hair makeup done right what can you give me some like hot tips from a makeup artist Uh, or like some tricks Mm. 
your favorite products yeah. like what are you loving okay. right now i'm literally well right now squeal- i'm loving squeal- you're literally, literally like i wish people could see like the body language right now <laughs> i'm like, so excited oh. to hear i'm loving no makeup right now that's okay, kind of yeah. my vibe <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. but less like, is more yeah. <laughs> in all honesty less is more when it yeah. comes to makeup um with eyes you always want to blend up and out up and out okay Never, with like a shadow up yes, and out up yep. and out okay. because it just lifts opens the eyes only yeah. put your so surprisingly i'm terrible at makeup so i have all well these you have other people to do it for you so it's all right me. yeah your blush should only go on your cheekbone not the apples of your cheeks and you uh-huh. should do it in a hashtag motion uh-huh. oh, okay um, okay what if you're doing a cream blush still blended in a hashtag you're like i don't know okay 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 tap um favorite products or like moisturizer skin if you're not doing too much makeup what are you really into um, i really like morphe continuous setting spray i don't know that that ulta for like seven dollars i use it you saw me use it after class the other day what is a setting spray do perfect for after working out i don't use a setting spray so for me my i hate being cakey Yes. Like I don't yeah. want to look. Ew, yeah. Who likes so that? So it just kind of helps like. It's like a do if it makes it dewy. Yeah. Or just like set it into your skin and make it Nick, look what do, a little what do you more use natural. It for? So I've been trying to get really better, really good about my skin routine uh-huh. just daily. Uh-huh. And so sweat, I obviously sweat a lot. Yes. And one of my issues same. is I won't change my clothes right after. Dude, same. And so then you're sitting mm-hmm. in your sweat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's gross. Tucked into you, whatever. So I'm trying to get a lot better about taking my shirt off right away, changing my shirt. Yeah. You got to get the leggings off, women. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah. I know. Off. You'll get sweat spots. I know. Like, yeah. I'm guilty. Bumps. So yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get better as far as my face. A, a wipe uh-huh. right away. Okay. And then this spray. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, it refreshes. It's a refresh. Okay. Like I have the yeah. lav- I have a lavender scent. It just okay. feels really good. Okay, and it's just a nice like mist on your face, and it's just kind of yeah. cleans you a little yeah. bit okay. quickly, right? Like okay, like, the yeah. more of the natural look, uh-huh. yeah. which uh-huh. I I think is like all the rage right now is the no makeup makeup. I think so too. Like I said, mm. it's like the biggest stunt you can yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, what um. What mascara Pat, do you use? The Lash Paradise drugstore. Cheap. Okay. It's the okay, best. Okay. Um, Pat McGrath lip liner. That's an investment, but it lasts very long and it doesn't smear. Are you, uh, you do you use lip liner? I do. All the young kids are using lip liner. I went to LA and all the young girls are using because lip liner. Because you I, can get the you get lip a little filled look I know. without look. the lip filler. I know, but it looks for me, from what I've seen, it looks really good in a photo. Mm. Photographs. You really have not to close. blend it well in person and like do it the right way. Okay. I need, and I need a again, tutorial. with that, it's like less is more. Yeah, if you literally way. just overline in the mm-hmm. right spots, like you can get the look without really overlining your full lip. Yeah. I need, so I need a tutorial on that one. Yeah. It takes practice. That's probably another tip too. Is like you just have to practice. I have such a, qu- a question yeah. for you that I'm hoping you can answer. I am so into and ha- really, really, really want to do a wet hair look. This looks back, Ugh. yeah. But how do you keep it wet or it looking so wet? Cool. How does it not get crunchy so with the gel? I have so many questions. When I do mine, I, I don't say you've done it. You, yeah. I've, I've seen, seen it. You, yeah. you, I don't do, do like the whole wet look down like i keep my ends straight or curled but 
I have to do it when I have really dirty hair. So like, okay, I, work, I have dirty hair all the time. I work with the grease in my hair and Perfect. that's what gives me the what look is like my own natural grease. And then Chi helmet hair hairspray is the Chi. only hairspray that I've gotten. Not like a gel or anything. No gel. Teasing it. You have to back comb it. You have to tease it back and you just have to spray section by section with Okay. This it looks hairspray. so cool. It looks I've so seen it. Yeah. And you have cool. to use your own. Like you have to have the, your own oils in your hair. I was like wanting to do it when I was in LA. And I was like, what am I going to do? Run to the bathroom in the club and put my head under the faucet every <laughs> no. 15 minutes? Like take the bottle service water? Like how? You also can't. <laughs> like, keep it like, wet looking. You can't do it flat on your head either. You no, have yeah, to tease then you just it. Literally because look then like you're like, the gotta, yeah. and you look like a wet rat. Like, yeah, okay, go wet rat. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh my God. Such hot tips. Great. Okay. We have to. Our final question. Mm -hmm. What does being fit mean to you, Alice? You know, being fit is just like it's authenticity. I can't like I can't get ever get away from authenticity. And yeah. I'm sure I sound that like is one thing you should not want to get away from broken record because I'm always like it's being authentic. And sometimes it's so much easier said than done. Like being yourself. You hear it all live the your time. truth, right? Be yeah. you, whatever. Yeah. But truly, it's finding what works for you, what your your body definition of being fit is. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be this size zero right. tall. I don't need to have slimmer hips. So no. That's you, okay. You don't yeah. need a thigh gap. You right. don't need, like, mm -hmm. and we just need to work at that as a society to understand, like, there's not one definition of beauty. Mm -hmm. And I think with that goes that there's not one definition of being fit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Totally amazing. I Where can people that. follow you and look at all of your beautiful photos? Alice untouched. Magato on Instagram. Alice Just Magato. Alice Magato. Obviously, we'll change. And Nick <laughs> will follow you at on Nick Fine Melnick, whatever. But <laughs> please, what is your throw out your finsta for oh, the fans? <laughs> You're like so regretting that you did this. I know. I've time. had so many people text me and be like, so I listen to your podcast and uh, it's <laughs> so funny. That's Dickle why 69, you need to, you need to really start. I don't know. Branding we, it. We need to, st we need to start talking <laughs> about how we can. A thing. A phenomenon. A phenomenon. I am for it for sure. Okay, guys, follow me at Chrissy Grody at what the fit podcast, slide into my DM, subscribe on iTunes, rate and review, follow on Spotify. If you love us, which you should, tell your friends about us. Also, don't forget, we've got a party coming up Saturday, July 6th, Three Points Brewery, 4 to 7. We've got about 30 past guests at this point confirmed, so it's about to be lit. Alice, I'll send you the invite <laughs> oh later <my> on. <laughs> don't be shy. Come out and say hi. We're going to have so much fun. It's going to be a great time. So, as always, thanks so much. Love you. Yay. Bye. Bye.